2022 in Las Vegas. It's the MM&M Podcast with Publicis Health. Hi there and welcome to the MM&M Podcast. My name is Jack O'Brien. I'm the digital editor at MM&M. And today I'm joined by three guests from LabCorp, Amy Summy, Chief Marketing Officer, Patty Berbiglia, Vice President of Growth and Insights at LabCorp, and Lauren DeGeorge, Executive Vice President, Head of Client Services at Publicis. Thank you all for joining today. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, Jack. I want to start off our conversation with kind of an interesting question as it relates to the pandemic necessitating consumers to take a more active role in their health care. Lauren, if you wanted to start and then we can go around the horn, can you talk to us about how this shift has impacted your business? Yeah, absolutely. I think what we saw in our business from a data perspective is more consumers being engaged and interested um, in taking charge of their own health. And so with our clients, what we often recommended that they do is figure out where people were on their own journeys. So, you know, are they now talking on social and can we meet them there in their communities? Are they consulting your website more? And do you need to create tailored content for from that perspective? So for us, we saw consumers coming much closer to the healthcare industry than ever before. Yeah, I mean, we at LabCorp saw a major shift when the pandemic started. So, you know, our history, we test hundreds of millions of people every single year. We mostly served the B2B space, so healthcare, the healthcare providers, the doctors, the health systems. And when COVID started, what happened was the consumers were just dying for information. The media was calling us constantly. Where's my test? How long does it take? So we had all these inquiries coming in. So as a reaction, we put information out and we wanted to be the source of information for the pandemic. So we created a website just to get that done. It was more of a practical approach because we were getting so many phone calls. But then what we started to realize, and Publicis helped us figure this out, is you know consumers were actually our customer and we have to behave differently to reach them, right? So it was no longer just interacting with the doctors. The doctors were flooded, so were the health systems. So we were having direct connections with consumers, and we had to do a lot of things. Um, our social media channels, as crazy as it sounds, were not open. So people were not tweeting from LabCorp. We weren't on Instagram. Things where pe- people go, we weren't there. So we opened up all of our social media. We changed our digital strategy. We started collecting data. We opened up email communications, which we had never done. So it really shifted our mindset to say, all right, wait a minute, the consumers and the patients, those are our customers as well. And we have an obligation to help them through the pandemic. The other thing it did was the regulators accelerated things like testing and FDA authorizations for the tests and vaccines. So in the middle of the summer of the first year, we were the first uh, at-home kit to be authorized by the FDA, and we became the most popular for consumers. And that just like took another, we took another leap in innovation. So we started creating these at-home kits, and now they are like not only used by consumers, but the health plans need them for gaps in care, the health systems, the doctors order them. So it just really changed the entire company. Um, and, you know, consumers, Consumerism is now something we talk about in the company across the board. And Patty's done a lot of work in like segmenting the customers now because of that. Yeah, I think that 
the most interesting thing that happened during the pandemic was that diagnostics went from sort of a backroom category that consumers weren't really thinking about unless they were, you know, someone with a chronic condition who's testing often to the, the dinner table conversation. LabCorp and other diagnostics firms became much more present uh, in their minds. And so it gave us um, an interesting way to start thinking about, well, how do we engage with consumers through their healthcare journey? I appreciate the background on all those fronts. I guess I want to pivot the conversation over to how marketing has changed at LabCorp with this rising trend. And you were alluding to Mm -hmm. it a little bit, Amy. So I was wondering if you could expand on that. Yeah. So our journey was kind of two parts. So I started in March of 2020. What a a time to start. Yeah. My first day on the job was literally a, a tabletop crisis management exercise for COVID, which was real, but we were kind of simulating it, if you will. And um, at that time, I also started thinking about who's my team. Publicis was a great partner in helping us figure out how are we going to respond to the pandemic and what does marketing mean for LabCorp? And that was the big question that was on my mind. And, you know, we did a lot of research. We started to look at what do the customers want? I mean, it sounds very basic, but healthcare is tends to be a little bit behind other industries. I come from other industries and I marketed across a, a, a variety of different industries. So here we just had not done some basic things like understanding what our customers want, what do they think of when they think of LabCorp. So we went through a whole like just brand foundation. It ended up being a major rebrand for, I think we started with like 25 different brands, including a second brand, Covance, which was very big. So we rebranded the entire company and all of to all of our markets and then you know digital so my team is very digitally savvy so I have a 20 years in digital Patty's got digital so we knew digital was going to be a very important piece so that that was a major shift for us to move from kind of a, a team that was really focused on sales collateral and events to engaging with customers how they want to be engaged and digital plays a huge role social plays a big role right now you know our team's testing tiktok with doctors um so we're just kind of you know doing what you think marketing does right understand your customers where do you uh reach them what do they care about those are the things that we've changed Uh, the team has definitely grown and we're influencing the thing i'm most proud of is like the brand is influencing the whole company which is awesome and we're influencing the business strategy of the company because we're listening to our customers it's kind of like fundamentally going back to who are the customers and early on i joined labcorp about two years ago there would be this ongoing debate of whether a customer was a payer or a doctor or a consumer and the truth is it's an and. And so those are all of our customers. And it's most important as marketers that we understand that ecosystem and how those pieces come together to deliver great patient care. So it's a, it's a, we're a B2B company, we're a B2C company, and we're a B2B2C company at the same time, which can be complex. Um, but if we focus in on those, each of those segments and what they actually need, uh, it you know, allows our marketing programs to get much sharper. Lauren, is there anything you want to add in on this point? I would add one thing, which is I think what's interesting about what Patty just said is that all of those customer segments gave LabCorp credibility to speak directly to consumers. So at a time when there was a ton of information and you didn't know what was credible, 
listening to a company that had diagnostic and vaccine capabilities and having a brand that was authentic enough that you could buy into, LabCorp kind of fit a gap when people weren't seeing their providers as frequently and people didn't know where to turn. So LabCorp being a source for that information was kind of the perfect moment to take that step into the consumer space. I want to ask you, and Patty, if you want to start off with this and then we can uh, go over to Amy, where does technology fit into all this? I mean, obviously we're here at the health conference. There's so much of a focus on health tech. You know, where does it all go? Yeah, where does it not fit in is really the question. Um, So if we think about what we're trying to do, which is deliver personalized experiences and technology is the underpinning for each of that, for all of that. So when a customer or patient interacts with you, their expectation in 2022 is that you know who they are, that you know your history with them, that it's a personalized experience. And so building those you know, customer insights and analytics and capabilities to know our customers is very important. Um, and then as Amy mentioned, anything from interacting with doctors via TikTok, education via Instagram, I mean, it's, it's all technology all the time. And so I think you know, technology is just fundamental to everything we're doing in marketing today. Yeah, I would add that tech beyond kind of the marketing tech stack and digital ecosystem played a role in the at-home market. So, you know, you can have a box get to someone's house, but it's not about that, right? It's about the experience of ordering it, understanding what you're getting. You get it at your home, then you ship it back, and then you have to wait for your results. And that whole integration is really important. And there was a lot of innovation that happened. Just the science team coming up with the tests and validating those, but then the marketing team commercializing those tests. And what's exciting about that innovation that happened is it's really, it just continues to be infiltrating the other channels that we work with and the other customer bases, which wasn't really our prediction. Um, But that's really exciting. I think, you know, people that go to doctors and health systems now can start thinking about, can I get that, can I get that done at home? You know, and that's a big move, right? For people to be able to take care of their own health. Um, And I think the, the pandemic, you know, helped accelerate that. Or is there anything you want to add on that front? I would just add that I think for, for LabCorp, whereas many consumer brands are playing catch-up in the tech space, LabCorp was sort of natively already a technology company, you know, with robotics and AI and the way it processed results. So using tech to deliver experiences or contextual content to help people make smarter decisions was just kind of a natural extension of that. Amy, you made a point earlier about the move towards at home, and obviously that's something that we saw a a huge acceleration Mm -hmm. in during the COVID pandemic. Curious your assessment of the at home space right now, where we see players going in it, are we due for more consolidation? Really just kind of curious your state of of the union there, if you will. It's a great question. I mean, the space has changed radically since end of 2021 to 2022. So analysts will tell you it's about a two to $4 billion market. So, you know, we just use those estimates as our gauge. It's still a very, very small part of LabCorp. Um, it's definitely growing and we're investing significantly in it. So our science teams are looking for more ways to bring at-home testing to, to us to help us commercialize. I would say though that I wanna see you know, the change in attitude during COVID when you need a test, right? So you have a need at that moment, so you order a test. Well, do you need your lipid panel? You know, when do you need it? So how do we help people understand 
um, hey, it's something you should do. Um, understand when to get their colorectal cancer screening tests. Most people don't know when to get it. Educate them and then create a demand for those tests. So that's the unknown, right? Because there was a demand for COVID testing during COVID. Now we have to see if we can translate that change in attitude to other categories of testing. And I think that's to be seen. Now, it is a part of LabCorp. We are a much bigger entity, right? We're about $15 billion. So for us, it's a part of our business. We should, we want to be the source for all patients and all consumers. So that does mean if they want it at home, we want to provide it at home. You know, we're here at Health. There are a lot of diagnostic companies around. We've been doing uh, our tour. And um, I'm not sure if they're going to, you know, what their future is. I think it really comes down to if they're just going head to head on testing, that's going to be difficult against some of the bigger players like us and our uh, major competitors. If there's something unique that they can bring, like treatment and maybe uh, telemedicine, that might be a good end to end solution for consumers. So I, I, you know, I'm very excited about the category. If you ask me, put a number to it, what LabCorp, of course I do internally, but I'm, we're, we're just watching it and we're modestly growing it. To, and, and, you know, maybe it, it booms this year. We'll see. Yeah, I think sometimes the um, direct-to-consumer with at-home, those two categories get confused with each other. So when we think about direct-to-consumer, that's a, that's a, single, that's a market where you have people that want to or are willing to pay cash um, for more health care, and that's one part of the market. But the, the bigger market of at-home um, is definitely something that we're bullish on. It's just a matter of you know, how does at-home at some point become integrated in with the, the big age healthcare system, which is how people get care, working with their providers, their payers, their employers. Uh, and what people want is convenience. So whether that convenience means they can go to one of our 2,000 PSCs or get a test at home or have a mobile phlebotomist come to their house, you know, I think that's the spectrum of, of opportunities there's going to be for convenience. I think what excites me about um, the pandemic's acceleration of at-home testing is the possibility of bringing greater access to people with at-home testing and with uh, consumer testing. I think we've surpassed one bump, which was, you know, kind of skepticism around doing it yourself and the legitimacy of the results and the science. And I think we've gotten past that with many markets. And now the opportunity to build more trust with greater segments of the population makes me excited about a more accessible future. Excellent. Well, Lauren, Patty, Amy, I've really appreciated you being here on the show, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your conference here, and hopefully there's another opportunity down the line that we can reconnect for a conversation. Thanks, Jack. Thanks for the time. Thank you.